This is ShimmyCast episode 15. Welcome, I'm your host, Anala Rabari. For this week, we have an article on using candles as a prop. We have a review of the CD Putumaya Presents Grease, a Musical Odyssey. The music for this week's show is from Tim Rayborn and Pentaphobe. And of course, we also have the usual answers to the question of the week and our news recap. And today was the deadline for submissions to the article contest. We will reveal the winners in a few weeks' time. Don't worry if you didn't get a chance to enter this contest because we will have more. Also, if your submission was received after the deadline, we will hold it as a submission to the next article contest that we have. And now on to answers to the question of the week. This week's question was, uh, what is your favorite costume style and why? Um, my favorite costume style, I actually don't have a favorite costume style. I am all over the board when it comes to costumes. I have some that are very much cabaret looking and they combine elements of Egyptian and Turkish uh, costumes. Um, some are very much more Americanized costumes. Um, I'm actually, I have a couple that are more folkloric costumes as far as ballad dresses and things of that nature. And I'm also working on um, some tribal costumes and some more gypsy flavored costumes as I'm starting to work that into my repertoire. And I, I guess the reason why I don't really have a favorite costume style is I don't have a favorite music style. So I like all these different types of music styles that I hear, and I like to wear costumes that are appropriate to the music that I'm performing to. So I'm not really picky at all, and it would be very hard for me to pinpoint a favorite costume style. And now your ShimmyCast news. August 23rd, Johan Lindstedt in concert in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. August 25th, the Gypsy Fire Belly Dancers will be performing at the River's Edge Cafe in Tulsa, Oklahoma. August 25th through the 26th, a weekend of workshops and show with Master Instructor Hydea in Seattle, Washington. August 26th, Stars of Perth, Middle Eastern Hofla in Karenyup, Western Australia. August 26th, Sonia of the Belly Dance Superstars will be having a workshop in Sedona, Arizona. August 26th through the 27th, the 5th Annual Oriental Nights Workshops. The first night is in Laguna Hills and the second night is in Sherman Oaks, California. August 26th through the 27th, Gathering of the Tribes, Tribal Pura Workshop, and show in Helsinki, Finland. August 27th, the Polished Performance Summer Hofla in San Jose, California. September 8th through the 10th, Azia at the Oasis in Centerville, Ohio. September 8th through the 11th, Bahar Banram, Balkan and Middle Eastern Dance and Music Camp, Golden Coast Hinterland, Southeast Queensland, Australia. 
September 9th is the early bird registration deadline for the Tribal Fusion Weekend in Evergreen in Denver, Colorado to be held on September 23rd and 24th. There are several different packages available. September 9th and 10th, Las Vegas Belly Dance Intensive. This will be a fabulous two-day event filled with belly dance workshops, performances, dancing, shopping, and fun. September 10th, Sonia of the Belly Dance Superstars will be having a workshop in Seattle, Washington. This has been the ShimmyCast News for this week, and as always, you can find more information about all of these events on our message board. This is a review of the CD Putumayo Presents Greece, a Musical Odyssey, and it is reviewed by Anala Rabari. If you aren't familiar with the Putumayo World Music Series, you should get familiar with it. They release music compilations from various regions of the world. This particular CD is of Greek music. The liner notes are fantastic. It's a 39-page booklet written in English, Spanish, and French. There is an entry on every song, including a bio on the artist and translations of the song. There is also a Greek music glossary that covers musical instruments, genres, dance styles, as well as other terms. A recipe and photos of Greek life are also included. Pronunciation is included for all song titles and artist names. Most of the artists on this disc are commercially successful in Greece, so the songs all sound very polished and professional. This may leave some listeners disappointed in the lack of a really raw folk sound. However, I think most of the listeners will be pleased with the passion presented in these songs, most of which are about love. Tempos run the gambit from slow to walking tempo to fast. You will recognize traditional Greek rhythms that are so stereotypical of what is used in most movies and TV shows, but each has its own twist. The instrumentation is beautiful in every song with the familiar accordion, guitar, bazooki, and centauri. Some of my favorite tracks are Pino Pino, Ilaminichia, and Anmigagpos, so gapo. And I probably butchered that pronunciation. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, regardless, this is a fantastic CD and you guys should really investigate it for your own CD library. This week's first music pick is Pisithros from the album The Path Beyond by Tim Rainborn, and it's available on Magnatune.com.
So I wanted to let you guys know that if you ever have a question about something in the show or if you need a clarification about a point made in an article, please feel free to shoot us an email or post on the message board and we'll try to get back to you as soon as we can. Um, if you have requests of items that you'd like us to review, if you just want to know our opinion about something, feel free to, you know, say, hey, are you familiar with this? Are y'all planning on reviewing this? I'd like to know what somebody thinks about this. And we'll be more than happy to do it. Here in the next few weeks, we will hopefully have the article that we promised you guys earlier about finding music. Um, there's still the last few points that we're trying to research in order to give you all accurate information and a lot of good ideas about how to find music. And also, with the summer ending, we're getting ready to kick off our Belly Dancing Around the World series. So we are still looking for dancers around the world that we would like to interview about what dancing is like in your area. If you would like to be interviewed for this series, just email us at shimmycast at gmail.com and we will be more than happy to put you on our list to interview. And like I said, it's around the world. It's belly dancing around the world. So no matter whether you think you're in the some boondocky small town city that isn't even on the map, whether it be in the United States or Canada or Australia or England, don't worry. We want to know what belly dancing is like in your area because we want our other listeners to find out what belly dancing is like in your area. And it's really fun to share our experiences that way. And you can always send us feedback at shimmycast at gmail.com or on the forum at shimmycast.blogspot.com. You can send us an audio. You can leave comments on the blog. Um, feel free to vote with us or vote for us on Podcast Alley or Podcast Pickle. You just have to click those buttons on the blog and then you vote. Um, leave reviews on iTunes and don't forget to sign up on the Frapper map because it's really fun. All the flags are starting to pop up. The map's getting covered and it's a lot of fun. This week's article is Nearly Everything You Need to Know About Candles by Anala Rabari. Fire can be an excellent prop when you want to add an element of danger, mystery, drama, and intimacy. The tradition of dancing with a candle in the palm of each hand comes from a Turkish folk dance where the arms are moved in different positions in time to the music. Today, most U.S. dancers use candles to show off their balancing abilities or to set a pharaonic mood to their performance. How to Select Candles and Holders When selecting a candle holder, remember that elaborate is not always better. And we're talking about candle holders, like for single candles. We're not talking about shamadons. The audience will be impressed by the concept of a fire dance alone. So there's no need to get really fancy with your candle or holders. Remember, sometimes simple is better. For inexpensive holders and trays, try looking at garage sales, secondhand stores, and antique shops.
You want to select a candle and holder that have a low center of gravity because it will balance better. Shorter candles and holders have lower centers of gravity than taller ones. This also means that you need to try to balance the candle and the holder together to make sure that the combination of the two will result in a low center of gravity. You can use holders with stems that your fingers can fit around or that have flat bottoms that will fit in the palm of your hand. The main thing is to try a few moves with the holder in your hand while in the store. Depending on the shape of your hand, one type of candle holder may work better for you than it does for your friend. So just put any fears of looking weird in the store aside because it's really important to get a good candle holder that will fit in your hand. You can choose holders that have designs molded into the glass or mirrors on the side, which will allow the flames flickering to be enhanced and reflected. But again, try a few moves with these before buying them to make sure you can hang on to them and they fit in your hand. Tips on using. Practice, practice, practice. Go through your routine many times in private with an unlit candle in the candle holder before dancing with a lit candle. Next, practice in private with a lit candle for a while. Then you can perform your routine in public. Always make sure that there is a fire extinguisher handy. You never know when an accident might happen. If the place you're performing won't supply one, bring your own. And always make sure that your candles are really put out when your piece is finished. When you start to practice with lit candles, do not go straight into your whole routine. Try some simple moves one at a time and slowly add on more and more moves until you work your way up to the full routine. Do not practice with empty candle holders. You need to start getting the feel of the correct balance right away. An empty candle holder balances a lot differently than one with a candle. When using a tray of candles, arrange the candles so that the tall ones are in the middle with shorter ones towards the edge. The candles should be spaced evenly. This will help to balance the tray. Also, play around with the balance of your holder. Try rotating it 90 degrees and seeing which way balances the best. Then make a little mark on it to notate to you which is the front. You can also do this with trays that you balance on your head. Also, you must hold on firmly with both hands when you are using a tray of candles to help ensure that you don't drop them and accidentally start a fire or burn yourself. A small globe holder in each hand while doing different arm hand movements is a beautiful sight. Balance a single candle in a holder while doing floor work. You can balance it on your hand and then move it to your head or even your foot. Balance the candle on your head while going into a back bend and then move it to your stomach. While you're in this position, try some stomach rolls or flutters. In a pharaonic mood, Hold glass globes with votive candles in them in the palm of each hand. 
Now strike a pose reminiscent of Egyptian hieroglyphs and slowly move your arms from one pose to the next. If your candle holder is simple and a little plain and you would like to dress it up, consider gluing small mirrors to it in order to reflect the light of the flames. But be aware of how this will affect the balance. To help keep candles in place, you can use a little sticky tack or candle adhesive. Keep two means of lighting your candle in your bag, i.e. two books of matches, two lighters, or a book of matches and a lighter. When one, when one runs out, replace it. Never depend on others for a light. Don't try to do a tray dance with clean hair as objects slip more on clean hair. If you have problems with the tray slipping, you can try to use a small, thin piece of gripping foam material under the tray. Caring for candles and holders. If you are using metal holders, be sure to clean them off if they start to tarnish with the appropriate cleaning agent for the type of holder you have, i.e. brass or silver polish. Always clean the wax off of your holder between performances, particularly if you are using a tray. Wax buildup can get cracks in it that you cannot see and cause what you thought was a secure candle to slip out of place. Keep your candle wicks trimmed to the appropriate length for easy lighting and always use a candle that has been pre-burned. Never try to go into a performance with a brand new candle because they are sometimes hard to light the first time. you all enjoyed that article on candle work and found some useful suggestions in it. And now it's time for next week's question. And this question is, what prop have you found to be the most difficult to work with? And how have you overcome that difficulty? To answer, you can send an email to shimmycast at gmail.com or go to our form board at shimmycast.blogspot.com. Finally, it's time for the second music pick of the week. This song is Café Abuse Tone from the CD A Tribal Metamorphosis by Pentaphobe. This song is not for duplication and is copyrighted Mondo Melodo Incorporated and is played with permission from the artist. For more information, you can go to his website at pentaphobe.net and there will be a link in the show notes to that site. I hope you all enjoy, and until next week, this is Anala Rabari saying shimmy on.
Thanks again for listening to ShimmyCast. You can leave us feedback at shimmycast at gmail.com and be sure to visit our website and forum at www.shimmycast.blogspot.com. Remember, the opinions expressed are those of the host and the podcast crew. Thanks again.